This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the industry and we take you to the front lines to those that are making those changes in the industry. My name is Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, which is Triangle Pass as well as Triangle Lawn, as well as the CEO of Comarch, a digital marketing sales services company for the pest and lawn industries. And with me, as always, is the highly esteemed Mr. Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say hello and give a little blurb there? Sure. Hello, everyone. Um, my checklist of things that I do is nowhere near as long as yours. Um, I run PCO Bookkeepers as well as PCO Specialists. We do fractionalized CFO work, tax work, and exit planning services. And I am happy to be co-hosting with the great, the great one, Don And so, uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, Donnie, I'll let you introduce the topic because you're a true operator, right? Uh, you that's have right. a nice control company and that, that, and, and a lot of this plays into it. So I will. Yeah. Um, I, I plan to learn a lot today. So. Oh boy. Yeah. So, so no, today we're talking about, I think it's a very relevant topic and it's one that I think all operators want to know. And, and it's this whole question of how do you get your text to sell? And, you know, we, we decided to do this, this episode because I personally have learned a lot from trying to do this. I have some experiences that I want to share. I, you know, there's some things that Dan and I see where we're involved in multiple peer groups. And so there's, you know, like most things, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And so I think we'll run through some of those as well, but, but really at the end of the day, hopefully by the end of the episode, you'll have some ideas on, you know, how to either a enable your text to sell more or B really, um, really make it a better like go at it much smoother than what i did and i I think probably a good way to start this podcast off is to actually tell a story you know i love story time so so i'm going to tell a story this happened probably about 10 years ago when i was very much engaged in the business we were probably about a million dollars at the time and i don't know if many folks out there knows harden blackwell but he is the owner Still, him and Burns, his son, they they operate uh, a Terminex franchise and become a very successful franchise, and they're great operators. Burns is a great friend of mine. He may not be after I tell the story. I don't know, but um, <laughs> but you know we. I will watch Burns. He's a great guy. Um, you know. Uh, yeah. No. So, so his dad um, gave a presentation at a conference where they were talking about how their technicians were selling insulation they were selling moisture control and they were just freaking killing it and so i came away from this presentation and i'm like that's it my technicians are selling and so i went back and you know i'm I'm putting i'm putting numbers to like this is what i want my technicians to sell and then we kind of said well we're going to make it so that it's not a technician role anymore it's a it's a service or sales slash service role and so i roll out this (laughs) this new position with quotas and sales thing. And guess what happened? What happened? I turned over my entire technician staff. (laughs) Every one of them left. And the reason for that was? 
And the reason was that they did not want to sell. And so um, it's just, it was hilarious. So, so big failure, you know, we, we ended up, um, we, we hired more folks, of course, and, and the new folks that we brought in did sell. Um, but, but, you know, it did not go as well as, I, I mean, like usual things in, in true Donnie fashion, I went in guns a blazing and, and made a couple of mistakes. And so, so today I want to talk a little bit about, you know, not only what we've done at Triangle, but some things I've seen where folks have done this successfully, because there always is tension, right? A tech, a really, really, really good tech usually is not a great salesperson. Sometimes they are. You've got the unicorn, and I'm not saying that there's no, no unicorns out there, but but typically a really, really good tech usually is not very interested in selling. And you're really, really great salespeople, horrible technicians, generally speaking. Not saying that's the case in all cases, but but in my limited experience, that's that's what I've seen. Totally um, different so. personalities, and, and you see that with those personality tests that uh, sales and technician worker two totally different things but uh, what's your approach now after you've you know you alienated one whole team <laughs> and, and got them to quit and now that you've assembled yes. this, this harmonious staff and everybody's singing kumbaya how do you get them to sell now yes yes so so now obviously this is multiple years later and lots of experience and, and you know making some mistakes i do feel like now at Triangle, we have a pretty good system, and it's not one that we came up with. We have taken we have taken a few systems that I've seen that works out in in other areas of the country, and we kind of added our own flavor. But I'd say it's working pretty well. And and the reality of it is is that we ended up changing our approach to getting our technicians to sell. And the change is is that we don't require them to sell. As ironic as that sounds, you know. Fundamentally, I think, it, you know, when it comes to having your technicians sell, it really comes down to what is your approach going to be? Do you want salespeople in the field or do you want lead generators? And you know, one of the things that we realized is that while our technicians may not have the communication skills, oftentimes, they even, they, even if they do have the sales skills, they don't have the time to really put into a really great sales presentation. So, you know, we fundamentally decided as a business that we're not going to make technicians salespeople, but we absolutely are going to require them to be lead generators. Now, that's not the approach for everyone. I know that there's some companies out there who have their uh, technicians selling and, and, and they write up proposals every time. They also do the service. And I think there's some folks out there who are pretty successful at it, but I actually got this idea from a trip that Dan and I did with one of our peer groups down to ABC. And, and Bobby Jenkins, I, I think well, probably one of the greatest sales guys I've ever met. Um, he, one of the things that he did with his, his technicians is he, he flipped it so, so that his technicians get paid by the lead. Um, and so, so we adopted that. And you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna come back into this whole idea of what is, you know, what is your approach? But, but the reality of it is, is, is that's a now at Triangle and, and a lot of successful operators that I've seen that have their technicians selling, <clears throat> they really have flipped over to this whole idea of lead generation and having their technicians generate leads. And, you know, we approach this from, from multiple ways. I mean, the first thing is, is that we really focus on technical training to build confidence in our technicians. 
And, you know, a lot of folks say, yeah, we, we train our technicians, but, you know, oftentimes that's what's the state training. It's not necessarily additional training um, in addition to what's the basics. And oftentimes what we see is that when folks are super, super trained, it builds confidence and then they see a lot more. The, the, the third thing is incentivizing sales. And we'll get into that a little bit later. And then the final thing is, you know, automating and using technology to just make that a lot faster. Um, so long answer to your question there, Dan, but I think the reality of it is, is our approach is, is that we have decided we're not having salespeople in the field. We've got lead generators. I've got an outbound sales team that will, will take that lead and sell it. Um, we focus on a lot of technical training. We provide the incentives and then we get into technology. And so, I so essentially what you're doing is you're selling or you're telling your technicians, hey, if you see a situation that is you know conducive to pests or lawn or whatever it is um, you send it back to the office and we'll sell it and you'll get credit for uh, you know that sale in some fashion and you don't actually have to get on the phone or go face to face with a customer and sell it you're a lead generator just like a a phone book ad or a, mm -hmm. a digital marketing ad and probably a lot cheaper than, than that you know, and, and part of that system, by the way, you just, you absolutely nailed it, right? As far as how our system works, our, our system is exactly that. So a technician's out, he or she is servicing an account. They see something, they're like, hey, you know, this person could use mosquito control. This person could use a termite inspection, whatever that is. All they do, we have uh, some software. They submit a lead. It goes right to our outbound team then, you know, being that he submitted that lead, now he gets paid a dollar amount for submitting that lead, regardless of what happens. If, if we don't sell it, he still gets paid. So it takes, you know, number one is that it, it takes him literally or her seconds to generate that lead to get it to our outbound team. And the other thing I like about that is that our outbound team, these folks, they're people, people. They know how to talk, right? They know how to pitch. They understand they've got the time, they're not rushed. Um, you know, we are sending photographs so that when, you know, when the technician sends that lead, oftentimes they'll send a, a photo of whatever it is that they found. Now we've got a real conversation happening. And, you know, the reality of it is, is that our outbound sales team, they're incentivized to sell it as well. And so, you know, this, this concept of having a lead generator along with an outbound sales team to back them up, it's a fantastic combination. Now you might be smaller and you can't pull that off, right? I mean, if you don't have the outbound sales team or you don't have someone in the office that can do that, you may have to modify that a little bit. So I mean, are you still, have, are you are you giving the technician more of a chip or whatever if it's sold, or it's just here you get a dollar amount whether it's sold or not? And how do you judge the quality of the lead? So you know some of these <laughs> okay. leads can't be sold no matter what because they're yeah. really not leads. Yeah, so so stay with me on this because the answer to your three questions is yes. <laughs> okay. So, so stay with me here. So, so the way it works is that all the technicians at Triangle, they have a scorecard. And in that scorecard, there are multiple factors that comes up with what we call a technician rating. One of those factors is um, customer service scores. Another factor is, is how many leads do they generate? And another factor is, is of their leads, how many of them turned into sales? 
So you could be a lead generator and your leads are not turning into sales and your technician rating will take a beat. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And likewise, you could be kind of on the low end of generating leads and have a really high close rate and your technician score would be quite well, you know? And so it, it's a combination of, you know, things that we're looking for. We're looking for production. We're looking for, um, we're looking for lead generation. We're looking for quality lead generation. So we're looking at sales, you know, customer service, kind of all those things combined creates this technician score. It's really not that difficult to do. Um, but, but the reality is, is to you know, the front part of your question is, do we pay them regardless to answer that question? Yes. <clears throat> they submit a lead, they get paid. Now, if they submit, you know, our requirement is, is that they submit 20, 20 a month. That's one lead a day. Pretty easy. If they go over 20, well, then you know, that dollar amount goes up. If they close more, like if that sells, if they, you know, if, if the leads that they close, like the outbound team closes, if, say, a certain percent gets hit, then that amount goes up. And so in the end, um, you know, it, it all goes into this technician score. And then based on how they're scored, then there's a pretty good bonus attached to that. So it's not directly tied to, it's directly tied to things that they can control, but it's not necessarily a sales commission. Is that, hopefully you stayed with me during that. Hopefully the listeners did too, but. Yeah, but but let's say, so you've got 20 technicians and 20, uh, 20 uh, per month, so you get these 400 leads. What yep. kind of a closing percentage compared to, say, digital leads? I mean, would you expect the same closing percentage? Would you expect more because most of them are current customers? Would you expect less because they're kind of fishing for these leads? What do you think? No, they are, no, I know. I mean, we track that, and they are fantastic. They close upwards of 60%. Um, they are fan. I mean, we are able to get our inbound, depending on what kind of lead we get, our inbound leads, we're closing at between 60 and 65%, which is, in my mind, I don't know if we can go any better, but each year we, we manage to push it up a percent or two. So, so to answer your question is they close at the same close rate, if not a little bit better than our inbound leads. And oftentimes, you know, you've got the evidence right there. You've got the photograph. you got the technician that was at your house that saw this. Hey, this is an issue. It's not a hard sell. You know, you have. I mean, so what are, some, what, are, what are some of these leads like? So you're going for a quarterly service. They're already on recurring. What is is it? Uh, you got a spot in your lawn. What 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 are these leads? Yeah. Time one time yep. things were recurring. What 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 are they? Well, the incentive comes off recurring services. So I don't want my technician selling one time services. So let's say they're out and they're they're treating the house. Let's just say they're treating lawn, for example. Um, and while they're out there. They're like, my gosh, look at, you know, they see a termite tube or they see, um, they say they're getting eaten up by mosquitoes. You know, all they do is snap a picture and, you know, it really comes to our ancillary services. The other part of this is, is that you always, and we talk about the ladder at Triangle. We should always be taking a, what's the next step? What's the next service, right? What can we upgrade them to? On the pest side, we've got, you know, we have three different levels. We have, and then it goes to another <clears throat> set of services where we have what I call, and this is my favorite service, by the way, is our hybrid services where we're doing pest and termite. And then we have this, oh gosh, I don't know what we call it now. I think we call it platinum or something, but that's like pest, termite, 
and mosquito. And then there's someone even above that where we're pest, termite, mosquito, and lawn. And then there's another one above that where it's pest, termite, mosquito, and lawn, and, you know, tree. I mean, so, I mean, point being, you know, where you do this tree fertilization kind of thing. So, so the idea here is that you always have a way, you know, a premium service or something that you can upgrade your folks to. And so that's what they're doing. That's what they're looking for. Um, and, you know, we don't want them out there pitching a one time, like a flea treatment or something like that. It's always going to be some sort of recurring um, service that they're pitching. So does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you, uh, this is kind of off topic a little bit, but when you have all of these different programs, so the, 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 you know, platinum gold, you know, titanium, whatever, that has the, the <laughs> pest, mosquito, lawn, tree, yeah. kryptonite, whatever it's got, is that just a service on your P&L or do you break them apart? It's so, just a service. Yeah, it's just a service in our P&L. I mean, I mean, the reality of it is, is that, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning of all of our podcasts, right, I had a pest in lawn. Uh, I have a company that does pests. I've got one that does lawn. The whole point of creating pests, I'm sorry, creating lawn was to, and people are probably going to throw gun or darts at me for saying this, was to fund more pests, meaning that I'm growing the lawn, I'm getting the cash from the lawn, and the cash that we make on the lawn, I'm piling into pests because what's the valuation on lawn versus pests, Dan? You know this one? More than double. Yes. Might even be triple. That's correct. So the reality of it is, is that, you know, we use both service lines to cross sell to each other because ultimately the more services, and, and again, I, I have to credit Bob Jenkins with this, the more services a customer has with us, the stickier they become. That's why I love our hybrid service so much. When someone has pest, they're pretty sticky. When they have pest and termite, they're not leaving. They don't want to lose that warranty on their home. Now they may downgrade, but even then we still don't lose them. Uh, oftentimes they don't downgrade because they're like, well, they are already going to be off the termite. They might as well go ahead and treat the pest as well. And then when you add lawn into that, it gets really interesting. And so to me, um, you know, I want to make sure that we always have something more to sell the customer. Of course, adding value. I don't want to turn this into a purely money play here. But, but, the, but the fact is, is that we do have more services that we can offer them and that we can provide to them. I mean, if, if, if my technicians came back and said, Donnie, we got way too many customers on platform, I'd be like, well, let's create another service. <laughs> but I'm not there quite yet. <laughs> so that's that titanium. Uh, that's right. No, but, but just I guess the reason I asked the question is because, you know, uh, pest and lawn are valued differently. Uh, if you merge them on your P&L and, and again, this is way off topic. But, um, you know, how do you uh, distinguish between the two? That's that's the, right. the question. So. Yeah, there's recurring revenue and then there's the value of that recurring revenue. And that's kind of two different things. And, it, you know, at some point when we go to, you know, when 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 I'm done with Triangle, I'm sure some discriminating person like Dan is going to come in and say, well, of your revenue here. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I think, you know, the reality of it here is that, I, I mean, to me, I'm not advocating that you become, you think of your technicians as lead generators. I have been down both roads and, and before we had an outbound sales team, well, we just had to sell. We just didn't have the infrastructure. Once I added the outbound sales team, I mean, they more than pay for themselves. Um, now, we don't feed them exclusively from the technicians, 
But you know, it's not uncommon for the technicians to sell half a million dollars in services. And so it's a, you know, so now that we have it, it's it's fantastic. But and that's well, not bragging at all. If you've got 20 technicians and, and do the, the requirement that you did, you're getting 400 leads a month. What would you pay Colmarch to generate 400 leads a month? What would you pay any digital agency? Oh, or a door -to -door easily, easily $100,000, Dan, $100,000. Right, right. <laughs> but that's the point. What do you pay your technicians? What's the incentive? I mean, right. what do those leads, those 400 leads cost you? Uh, right. I yeah, know. so I can, I can share some of that. I'll share some numbers here now. Um, right. You know, the reality of it is, is that a technician turns in a lead that's $3. That's what we pay them just three bucks. And of course, like I said, if it goes over 20, I think it goes up to five. If they close more sales and it changes from that, there's all kinds of rules that go into it. It sounds more complicated than it really is. Literally, when you look at this from a big picture, it's a spreadsheet that creates this technician score. It's a web form that we created on our website. And that, that sends a lead to Freshdesk, which is a software that we use for our lead management. And that's it. Pretty simple. You know, and you don't want to overcomplicate it because if people don't understand it or if it's too complicated to administer, it just doesn't work. Um, but, you know, for us, we moved to Freshdesk for lead management and it has absolutely changed our level of service because now this whole thing of people not getting responded to and, you know, things falling through the cracks, it doesn't work that way at all. It's more of a ticketing system and you can look it up. I mean, I, I, it's fantastic. And by the way, I'm not. I should look for some sort of affiliate link because I'm not pushing their software. But we've been very pleased with it so far. We've been using it. So, uh, but I think the main thing here is that if you do have folks like an inside sales team that you can, you you may want to test having your technicians be lead generators and see where that goes. Uh, and, you know, because for us. It, it has been way more effective having them as new generators. And it also is, I mean, it increases production. It has, it also has increased sales and the technicians like it too. So, um, I mean, I think it's all part of the snowball concept, right? So if you, if you kind of put, uh, you know, you do your digital marketing and you pay hundreds of dollars per lead, right? You're building a company. Once you've got that company built and you've got all of these technicians and you look at a certain aspect of the technician as a lead generator, just as you do with a pay-per-click ad or something like that, but much cheaper. It works better for bigger companies because you're doing more stops per day. So mm -hmm. as the snowball builds, the amount of leads build and success builds upon success. So it's kind of a really neat thing. And, and then vis visiting Bobby, he, uh, he actually used a, a, a piece of software that um, the technicians could keep track of where that lead goes and 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 how that works. And that's pretty neat too, because yeah, you know, if, if the technicians just throwing them in into a, a, a dark hole and they don't know what happens, um, you know, um, that that you know can be discouraging, especially if you're giving them a, a some sort of shit uh, if they sell more and more. Um, than just passing in the lead. So it's kind of and interesting. And I think, it, and, and the thing here is that, you know, if you're using any of the big CRMs, they probably already have the infrastructure for this. I mean, I think with, um, you know, what you're talking about, the software you're talking about was Lead Now. I think there's another piece of software called Leadline. I think Routes has something, I'm sure WorkWave has something. You know, for us, we did kind of our own thing, mainly because we, we moved to Freshdesk. 
but but you're absolutely right. The main thing is you've got to have the software right because if they feel like it's a system that's not working properly, well then there goes, you know, there goes that. All right, one last thing I think I need to mention before we wrap up the shop here, and that is, you know, it's great to set um, lead, you know, expectations. It's wonderful to set sales goals. The biggest thing I think I've learned, um, you know, we, we have this, we call it, you know, the scorecard for the technicians, is that you absolutely have to be willing to walk to the edge of a cliff with someone. Meaning that if your expectations is 20 leads a month and someone's not generating that consistently, now if someone's out sick, you know, the, the, their mom died or, okay, <clears throat> got it, right? But if they're not making it and, you know, you do some training and they're still not doing it, you know, at Triangle, you get two shots at that. And after the second shot, it's like, well, this is not working. And so I guess what I'm saying is this, is that it's not difficult in my mind to complete a form. And if you got folks on your staff who can't do that, you may want to be rethinking about who you've got doing service because it will not work. Um, so we've come so full just, circle. You you got rid of your entire team the first time around, <laughs> and you're working on it again this time. No, I'm not working on it. We have <laughs> luckily, luckily, we have some really good folks. And, and again, I'm I'm using I'm I'm using a lot here from Triangle just because it's my experience, right? I mean, yep. there's other companies out there who are doing a fantastic job that does it a little differently. You know, I'm not telling you that that your system needs to be the triangle system. I'm just saying from my own experience, you know, when when we did, by the way, we did our technician selling before we had an outbound sales team because that's all we could do, right? But we still did it. Uh, all I'm saying is, is that there's a people side of every system and you've got to be willing to enforce. You know, I've, I've, I've had so many times when I've given a presentation or talked about something and people come up afterwards and they're like, yeah, you know, man, we need to do that. And I'm like, well, why don't you do it? Well, I've got this person here that won't do it. And I'm like, well, does that person run your business? Right. I mean, is that, <laughs> you know, and because they're not willing to, they're not willing, you know, they'll create a system, but they're not willing to enforce the system. And in this case, you know, our system in terms of lead generators, I think it is pretty doggone easy. It's 20 form submits a month, you know, so anyway. So if, if you think about just, if, if 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 you're you're on the fence about this, but if you think it's kind of compelling, just work through the numbers that Donnie put to put out there. You got 20 technicians getting 20 leads, so that's 400 leads a month, right? That's 4,800 leads a year. If you close at 50% and you sell at $500 of annual value, that's 1.2 million dollars of sales. Yep. Exactly. Easy. Easy. My little trusty calculator while I, I was, was going to say, oh, everyone, by the way, that was not a sound prop. That was literally Dan punching on one of those massive calculators that you saw probably in one of the 60s movies. So. Oh, uh, I forgot that we're not. I was going to put it up to the camera, but only that. Yeah. I, I do. They make fun of me around the office. You got to imagine like these big number keys. So, no. you know, like Scrooge used, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No. All right. Well, this has been fantastic. I am, um, you know, Dan and I talked about this year. We, we want to do a couple more episodes on the podcast where we talked about, you know, real things that you could use in your business and it just be us chatting about it. So hopefully you found this useful. Dan, anything to add here about, you know, technician selling? 
Uh, no, other than the the numbers that I just used, how compelling this is, and uh, um, you know, if, if if you've got 20 technicians, you're probably a four million dollar company, and that means that you're going to get 20% more sales if you have 10 technicians. But it's the same idea, and these leads are dirt cheap compared to they what are. you're paying, you know, for digital or other other means, you know. So. And the thing I would say to this is that if you're on the fence about hiring an outbound salesperson, is there any need for more evidence than that? I mean, mm -hmm. literally. I mean, if for us, my only regret in in creating this outbound sales team, and, and by the way, I learned this from lawn care. I didn't learn it in the past because it's, it wasn't very common when we first did it on the pest side. It was very common on the lawn care side. Um, my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. I wished I would have done it sooner. So, all right. Well, with that, you guys have spent another, uh, what, 45 minutes with Dan and I. Um, hopefully you found this useful. If you did, like I said, Dan and I get paid very handsomely for these podcasts that we do, meaning we don't get paid anything. So we appreciate any reviews, likes, of those such that is kind of hitting the tip jar there. And with that, I'm going to sign out. Dan, any, anything else before we take off here? That's it. Thanks so much. We'll see you all next time. Take care now. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.